0: I'm Laura Tremaine, and I have 10 things to tell you. And you have 10 things to tell. This show is about connection with each other and with ourselves. And the hope is that the things we talk about here will be fuel for better conversations and a personal awareness. This is an interactive podcast. Each episode has a prompt and a topic that I want you to take to your journal, text to your best friend, or answer on social media using the hashtag 10 thingstotellyou This is a show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. Welcome, friends, to this episode of the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. I'm coming at you from week five of the coronavirus self-isolation, and I want to ask you a question. What if it's just not that deep? Now, this is clearly... A counterintuitive question for me because I revel in making meaning out of everything. And I mean everything. It brings me joy and order and purpose to find layers in life and to investigate my emotions and how something feels in my body and what is really behind a stated intention or goal or stance. And yet, lately I feel like I have been inundated with a pressure to make meaning out of everything. Out of quarantine, out of posting online, out of the pandemic itself, and what it is teaching us about history and the world. And in response to some of these really beautiful thoughts or analysis, usually the type of thing that I soak up, I just keep finding myself thinking, what if it's not that deep? What if it just is? Now, here's what I'm not saying right now. I am very decidedly not presenting to you a backlash to the people who are making meaning out of a difficult time. I actually get super irritated at the general internet backlash, like when some kind of thought or idea goes viral. And then every time within a day or two, there is an abundance of memes basically saying the opposite thing. We saw this recently when the first stay-at-home orders were issued, and some people were very clearly trying to find a silver lining in the idea of being stuck at home. And suggested using the time to take up a new hobby or do a project. And then suddenly there was a tidal wave of quote unquote permission to not do any of that. It was almost a competition for who could prove to be the least productive during quarantine. And I do get all of that. I understand people wanting to offer an alternative to a popular idea And I know it makes people feel less alone to see their own point of view represented in something that goes viral, whether it's the original statement or the backlash statement. Anyway, I just want to be clear that I'm trying hard not to be that way with today's topic. If you are finding a lot of meaning right now in your life, in your work, in humanity, then I am not trying to rain on that parade. What I want to present to you to think about as we go about another week of uncertainty is that maybe something isn't as deserving of all the energy you're giving it. Maybe your partner wasn't revealing a deep, buried truth when he snapped at you. Maybe he just snapped at you. Maybe that long-ago friendship that fizzled no longer needs parsing and rehashing and motives questioned. Maybe it just ended because you no longer liked each other. Nobody's fault. It just happens that way sometimes. Maybe the person who isn't texting you back or emailing you back or following you back on social media isn't trying to send you a great big unspoken message Maybe they're literally just scatterbrained or busy. Maybe there's not a big conspiracy in the government, in the world, or in your neighborhood. Maybe things are just as they are presented to be. I know. I know the simplicity is almost too hard to swallow, For those of us who are naturally skeptical or who find comfort in knowing that there's always a layer beneath the layer, maybe this week is the time to take a few moments with your journal or in your own prayer or meditation and think, what if I didn't think about this anymore? What if I just let this be? Without further investigation. What if it just isn't that deep? I'm going to tell you a story about this in my own life that offered freedom from emotional chains when I realized something I long held dear was maybe shallow and not deep. This happened in therapy, where the biggest insights of my life have happened pretty much. And this was years ago, back when I hadn't been going to therapy for too long, less than a year, I think. But my therapist was already starting to know me really well. And we had dealt with some of the acute stuff that sent me to start therapy in the first place. And now we were starting to delve a little more into my past and my life story and that kind of thing to identify pain points and patterns. And I spent nearly a whole session telling my therapist about the biggest romantic heartbreak of my life. This is a story I have referenced frequently. This is a major milestone in my life because what happened subsequent to this breakup is that I moved to Los Angeles and that decision changed the entire trajectory of my life. So you can imagine that I've built up a lot of mythology around this breakup. I have given it the deepest meaning possible. And so I tell my therapist the story, which I find to be complex and compelling. And she listens for dadgum nearly an hour. And at the very end of all of my talking, she looks at me calmly and says, so you loved him more than he loved you. And that was it. (laughs) That was her takeaway the miracles and the angst and the devastation of it all, to the objective professional, it all boiled down to one sentence. I loved him more than he loved me. Done. Got it. Moving on. And I honestly busted out laughing, which in itself was a surprise. I can be very serious in therapy, and especially when talking about things that are very emotional to me, But somehow her really obvious analysis of the situation, because she was right, by the way, and I knew it in my gut immediately when she said it, that it was that simple, making it less deep, letting go of it as a narrative and just acknowledging the facts and moving on, in like moments, it gave me more freedom from any of the leftover emotion I had around that breakup than anything ever had before. It didn't deserve any more of my energy. It just wasn't that deep. Now, I do think I was in a place where I was ready to let it go. Clearly, my reaction of bursting into laughter means she didn't have to pry it out of my hands. When we're not ready to let go of something, we can hold tight to an idea or a story and assign so much meaning to it. But when we're ready to let go of something, when we've gone as deep as we can go with something, but still be alive and still be there to witness the excavation of it, I feel like a feather could knock it out of our hands if just the right wind came. It is nothing but freedom, Maybe as you're listening to this, something has come to your mind, something that isn't worth the depth you're assigning to it. Does it open some space in your chest to think, maybe this isn't that deep. Maybe I'm making a mountain out of a molehill. Maybe this is something I'm ready to dismiss or finally let go of. If nothing has come to mind, I'm asking you to pay attention this week To see if something comes up that puts you in a tizzy or hurts your feelings or where you're tempted to go deep on something that doesn't deserve it. I'll be curious to hear what it feels like in your body and your heart just to stop and say, maybe it isn't that deep and move forward in your day and in your relationship, in your self isolation. For me, I am going to attempt to stay off the internet a little bit more this week. The combination of staying at home with no break from my house and my people, along with the general hysteria of Twitter, it is starting to get to me a little bit. So I need to reclaim some of my spirit in the next few days. But I'm not going to feel guilty or overanalyze. I'm just going to make the adjustment. Because it isn't that deep.